0: I want to welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of The Real World. Fortunately, I got my brother in the building. Yo, what's going on? It's been a long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Just because of that, I got a special something to start the podcast off. It's going to match the energy that we feeling. The NBA All-Star Game happened this weekend, so I'm going to give you a little something that y'all want you to hear.
1: Back on my bullshit. Back to back on my bullshit. Definitely the mood of this podcast. That was bullshit. I'm going back to back to back on my bullshit. Do it one time, they're gonna think it's luck. Gotta hit them with the repeat. Do it two times, they're gonna still doubt. Hey, now I got a three peak. Gotta flood the streets till they need deep.
0: I need some energy from you other than these smiles. Stop listening for the lyrics, bro.
1: They should have. Gotta keep it's a clean sweep now. All right, man.
0: So, uh, I want to welcome everybody like I introduced before. Uh, I'm blessed to have my brother Darren in here with me today. We wanted to talk on a few topics. First, we'll touch on... I would say probably the best All Star game that we've had in a really long time. Um, that's one of the black holidays. It's a sacred time of year. It's the one of the few things that men can actually get away for Valentine's Day on. Uh and it's acceptable. Um so what did you
1: think of All Star Weekend? Um I think it was pretty good. I, I like the new concept. I like the fourth quarter. I think they you know, it forced them to really play. And hopefully they keep the, you know, they keep it going. This, is, I know they've been, the last couple of seasons, they've been kind of flip-flopping on what they want to do. I know the first thing they did was kind of wiping out the whole uh, East and West thing where they allowed, you know, uh, team captains. the team captains to pick, to pick whoever they want. For me, I just, I feel like it was not even evenly matched. I mean, if you look at the, the players that LeBron drafted, I don't even know how. It, it should have even been close, but... I'll be honest. Giannis said it first. I don't want James Harden because
0: he's not going to pass. Did he say that? Yeah. Wow. He said that while he was drafting people. He was like, I'm going to take somebody else because they'll at least pass the ball. Wow. Did not know that. Eh. Too many Chiefs, not enough Indians. Sometimes you need people to do other stuff. It doesn't mean that they're not dope, but you also need people to play certain roles. Everybody can't shoot the ball 50,000 times.
1: You got Westbrook. You got Harden. They gunning yeah so it's Trey Young he gonna throw it he' gonna throw it from half court every time he get the ball. agree, um,
0: I think one of the cool things that I thought about the entire format I'm picking up on i guess the pickup aspect of all of it, okay. So much of the game felt like at least towards the fourth quarter when you're searching to get a certain point total that it was pickup right. all of the- yeah anybody that plays basketball knows game point is the hardest point to get. Because people are fouling, they're grabbing, they're doing anything because they don't want to sit down on the sidelines. That's what I saw last night. I don't know if you can allow that to continue because it got physical. I swore Kyle Lowry got ran over like three times. Oh, he did. Yeah, I was going to say that one charge he got on Kawhi, they didn't call Brown for the same thing a play earlier. Uh, Kimball Walker got knocked in the face at least three or four times and nobody called anything because he doesn't get respect. So from that aspect, I don't know if we can keep that up. But I did think that the weird part about all of it, while I thought it was cool, if I keep it all the way honest, I hated that I feel like the players are now trying or at least trying to say that the format is what made them want to play. In all-star games in the past, like we grew up, we're, we're 90s kids, like right. 80s babies, 90s kids. You didn't have to tell Michael Jordan to play hard. You didn't have to tell Magic Johnson to play hard. You didn't have to tell Charles Barkley to play hard. It's the kids now who said, yo, this is an exposition, not really getting paid for, so I'm not really going to go out here and try my all. I don't care about losing. What you saw last night, I don't think had anything to do with the format, and I thought it was everybody's dedication to Kobe. Like I thought that's why they put what they did out there, which was different than what we've seen previously.
1: No, I agree. Um, I think that since they switched it up, that it made it more competitive, however, just like you said back in the '90s, everybody was playing hard. I mean, it just seems like the first couple quarters, nobody playing any defense. Like it's a million dunks, and Giannis is dunking every time he get the ball. I mean, it's cool, but I just feel like they don't want to get to the point where, just like you said, people getting trucked. Suppose somebody get hurt. I mean, I don't even know has anybody ever got hurt in Not the All Star? Not that I remember. Okay, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like. Actually,
0: somebody's been hurt in a celebrity game, but not an actual NBA
1: player. Oh, okay. But see, that's what I'm saying. You hate to, for something that's optional that you probably appreciate because, you know, you you it shows that you're probably one of the top players that year, or it does, or at least to, to mid-season. And for you to get hurt during that weekend, and you can't even help your team out. So it's like I think that's why in past years that they've kind of slacked off on the defense and they don't play as hard. I guess it's just like a you know, like a charity game to them.
0: So that takes me to an interesting point that has nothing to do with basketball, but it gave me a thought. So many players think that they're all-stars and they're never selected for whatever reason. It might be politics, maybe somebody else doesn't think you're good enough. I wanted to talk about that in relation to life, specifically with it being Black History Month. One of the things that, at least us, we always feel like we have to be 10 times better. Growing up, you were told, Do these things if you want to be successful. You can't just be good. You can't just be good enough. You have to be better than everyone. In today's age, do you still think that's a a fair assessment for a black person? I think so. Why? And I'm not playing devil's advocate, but this is more about educating other people why we see the world this way.
1: I just feel like they maybe because odds are against us and I think that's probably been what it's been just from the beginning I mean most people at our age you know you you'd be lucky if your parents made enough to try to you know help you through school and stuff like that so by the time you get grown you kind of appreciate it and you just kind of feel like you still got to be a workhorse because that's what you were you know how you were raised
0: so I put that in a juxtaposition because I look at the presidential race right at least from the democratic nominations there were two black people uh, kamala harris cory booker there was an asian man andrew yang as of now none of those people are in it i look at somebody and here's where i get political i look at a person such as pete Buttigieg, mayor pete because most people can't pronounce his last name right he's the mayor of the i believe the fourth or fifth largest city in indiana What qualifies him to be president?
1: I mean, if you say that, what qualified Trump to be president? So
0: it's it's almost
1: like... Agree,
0: but at least I'll give Buttigieg that he has some...
1: Political background. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, he has some government experience running things. But if you put his credentials on top of, like, other people who have held positions that affect, you know, significantly more people and have a larger outreach, why is he polling second?
1: So let me ask you this. Do you feel like people are still pinpointing race when it comes to?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that Pete Buttigieg, if I'm being fair, is the epitome of, frankly, just white privilege. I agree. When have we seen a mayor of a town that nobody's ever been to run for president and potentially, you know, be in it for real? He doesn't have very many credentials. Now, he's an impressive person in the sense that he's in the military or he was in the military, he served, check. Uh, I believe he might be a Rhodes Scholar. If he's not very highly educated, went to an Ivy League school, those are all big checks. They usually don't mean that you get to run for president and be fairly close when we talk about it from a reasonable perspective.
1: I just think that sometimes when it comes to that, these people don't even care if it's like, all right, we knew Harris. We knew, I mean, we know Biden. We know Sanders. And it's like, all right, we know these people. So since they have some type of, or they're known or some type of, I'm not going to say popularity, but they're, they're more popular among the voters. Like, I've never even heard a dude. like. But really. see,
0: that's my point. So I wanted to tie it in and why I wanted to talk about it kind of on Black History Month. We gave Corey a hard time. We give Corey a hard time because Corey, cor, ah, not Corey, corny, Corey is corny. Right. People typically are like, eh, he's not like one of us. Like he's, he's a brother, but he's not a brother. You look at Kamala Harris and people say the same things. I myself was beholden to be, to hold Kamala to a higher standard because I looked at her past and said, hey, I don't necessarily love the stuff she was doing on criminal justice. I get it when you're attorney general, You make certain decisions. I have a hard time knowing that because of the institutional racism that's built in. If I'm taking that look at the two black people, why can't I do the same thing at the European American gentleman that
1: happens to be running? Probably because at the end of the day, it's all a risk. So you're going to pick whoever you want based upon their flaw it's like but but the the thing is what flaw can you deal with more so if you feel like uh harris had whatever with the criminal justice and she wasn't doing well the same with, with with biden he's you know if whatever remarks he made or whatever they feel like bernie did it's whatever you can you feel like you can tolerate like all right well all right well i know they did that but i can overlook that so but you know i guess if you're of color and you've already done something then it's not easy to just overlook it. Like, for instance, all right, Trump has a couple of kids. Do you think they would have let Obama be in there if he had a lot of kids by a different woman?
0: No, I think that he's held to a different standard. That's what I'm saying. If he was not married to the same person, if there was any hint of scandal, I do not think that he would have been allowed to be president. Right, because,
1: you know, his back already against the wall. I mean, he's a man of color. So.
0: Well, it's the fact that he's biracial, but nobody even thinks about his mother. Well, no, anymore. Right, because
1: yeah. they just look at the skin tone. Right. Yeah, so.
0: That tells you something. A um, lot. It's one of those things where I keep listening to just a lot of stuff. And personally, I was going to vote for Andrew Yang. Okay. Uh, I tell everybody that uh, I was a big fan. I thought the whole Yang gang thing was corny. Didn't care. You know, I never uh, Make America that's, Think that's Again. Funny though. His acronym was Math Make America think, uh, think Hard Again. I thought, you know, corny. Super but fun. I like the stuff that he was talking about being forward thinking. The problem is, he's not even short. We typically think that Asians are going to be shorter or smaller in stature. Andrew Yang was 6'2". He's taller than I am. So, he checked off all of the boxes, and people really didn't look his way. Mm. Do do you at least believe that it has something to do with him being Asian? Or is that just because America's not in a place where we're ready to see, and, you know, for all intents and purposes, an other be president?
1: Yes. Because... And me too. That's what's sad. I'm thinking we had a hard enough time trying to get somebody black or biracial in there. Then it's the whole they didn't really want Hillary in there no matter what. Maybe because she was a woman. Maybe not. That's definitely because she was a woman. All right, well. Definitely because she was well, a woman. Well, so if that's the case. shout out to Hillary, to man. I want to see her has, come back. Yeah, you're not about to let somebody that's a 6'2". Man yeah. like that, you know, get up and what is he? He's, uh he's Chinese. Or I think he's Korean. Korean. I okay. believe he's Korean. No, that's not happening. Just, it, 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 to to them, he doesn't even look American. So how are you about to represent America? But I think that's one
0: of the things that people need to realize. America is always supposed to be about diversity. One of the things that we sell is our diversity in the backgrounds. And I know that that's all BS. I mean, we've been. It's European diversity, which is accepted. It's not necessarily diversity of character for everyone else. But if you happen to be a European descent, you can fit in anywhere. That is a very real thing. Whether you're Irish, Russian, German, you come from somewhere in Europe. People have been more accepting of you. That doesn't mean that people at one point didn't. Look down upon you because of like you know whatever country you come from or nationality you you pro- you proclaim. But I can't tell what nationality you are by just looking at you. Well, you I mean, you just look
1: white. Well, that's the problem. I mean, people they just don't understand anymore. Before you were a race or a, a nationality or or anything, even a skin tone. You first, you were a human being. And we don't even treat each other like that. So, But why not? Why
0: can't we get back to that? We're supposed to be a Christian nation. That's what you hear all of the time. If you're not Christian, you can't even run for most offices. That's a bunch of BS. Like, I always look to you because you are my spiritual friend. Most of my life, I've always known you as being the person that is the most spiritual of all of my friends. It's like, you very much believe, you go to church, you do all of these things. I never question your faith. If right. you're sitting here telling me that other people aren't even looking at it and saying, like, you know what, we don't look at it that way, I know something's wrong.
1: Well, I mean, religion is a is a sensitive topic for people. So they might be like, all right, well, I know he's he, he believes in something, so I'm just going to run with it. Because nobody really wants to get into, you know, where you belong and what you do as far as your faith because it's just sensitive. It shouldn't be, though. It's one
0: of those i've been dying to have one of my friends that are pastors on on the pod right to speak about certain things um i look at just how i think of as organized religion versus you know what the actual teachings of the bible are and how we balance the two that's a conversation i'd love to have and i've never been able to convince one of them to do that um you haven't nah this is for you pastor mike pastor steve I'm going to need y'all to come on the podcast. I know y'all listen every once in a while, but we need to have that talk.
1: That's going to be a, a crazy conversation. It would be. It would
0: be, especially if it's honest. Um, And I have the the curious mindset where I certainly challenge some of the notions in the Bible. I don't technically believe in all of the the teachings and like writings of it just because it's been interpreted by man for so much. Of course. I'm much more of a, I think we should probably... Fit closer to the Ten Commandments person than I am, you know. If you read the Bible, it's going to tell you all types of stuff because the Bible has obviously been used for so many wars, um, or reasons to start wars, or all types of negative stuff. Of course. So, I mean, before I divulge too much, uh, that's certainly one of those things that I'm at some point trying to push for. No, you, three you definitely later. should. Yeah. yeah I mean, every,
1: the the thing is, anybody's going to question something they don't understand. So that's just a that's norm. Fact. So I think they should come up and kind of, you know, nah, have yeah, a conversation. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm going to try to do that. I'm, um, I'm actually going to press them about that. Uh, Another thing I wanted to kind of touch on. Um, I feel like time is moving by at a crazy pace. I don't know if it's just you, but I feel the older that we get, the faster time seems to move. Like 38 was a blur, man. I turned 39 on Friday, bro. Like, so when I really think about it, half of my life is at this point probably over. Just realistically speaking. Of course. And I mean, I'm not being, you know, uh morbid or anything. I've done a lot. I don't feel 39. Like, I don't. When my mom was, you know, 39, turning 40, I remember specifically, she had a whole kid in a life. It's all of these things that I have not done. And I'm sitting here looking at myself like, man, people still look at me as like I'm in my 20s or I'm a child because, you know, I don't have a lot of gray hair. I don't have like a lot of facial hair. Mm -hmm. I didn't do drugs, so I didn't age myself. Right. But it certainly feels like time is flying and I have to start making certain decisions to set me up, I guess, for the second half of my life. I think that's been the growth of me and one of the things that I've strived to do. As I kind of took a hiatus from the pie for a little bit, if I keep it real. Okay. Like, I wanted to kind of understand what I wanted to set myself up for and how I saw myself living kind of like that second half of life. Like, are the things that I'm doing now going to be cool? Um, I can't run the streets like I used to. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, I mean, I could, but it doesn't feel the same. Nobody wants to be the old guy in the club. So I don't go. Even on the basketball court, I am trash now. Like, I, I just physically feel it. I'm like no I understand why people give it up like that's the age that I'm starting to get to Where it's like sure if you let me stand in one spot and shoot 50 jump shots, I'll kill you. Well, I was gonna say something but I'm trying not to curse as much I'd kill you but because I don't want to do that or I can't do that I'm not good on the court anymore and it kills me. I saw like one of my man's on Instagram just yesterday He tours Achilles. He was like yo, we play five games my body was tired, but I, you know, I played that fifth game and then I heard a pop and my Achilles went. Now he's in a cast for, you know, God knows how long, four months, however long surgery is and the recovery from that. Right. He's probably done with basketball. I wouldn't come back. He's definitely
1: 40. Not for, not for something that's recreational. I mean. Right.
0: Like, not cause getting paid yo, well, if, it, yeah, if it affects like my livelihood at some point, I don't want to do it anymore. I mean,
1: you can't, now he's going to take off work.
0: Got to, got to. So, I mean. That's something that I kind of wanted to touch on with you. Well, Uh, knowing again, we've known each other now for twenty-two years, right? And so, what's those things that you're taking a look at now to kind of prepare yourself for the next steps of life? Um, Are those conversations you're having because you turn to thirty-nine in like three months too?
1: I think my biggest issue uh, has always been I never wanted to get old. For me, I've always wanted to be young. I guess I, I call it my my Peter Pan syndrome. <laughs> but and I think it's probably because the older you get and the closer you 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 get close to forty, which most would consider a milestone, um, especially coming from where we come from. Um, you think about all that you haven't accomplished in the in the you know let's say you're 40 in the 40 years like what could I have done better and what you know what is somebody else around me that might have been 40 what have they done that I that that I haven't done or that I could have did better so maybe my next set of years or maybe my next decade looks totally different than you know um than the previous one I mean for instance I mean you know maybe in your 30s you were just getting started maybe your, your 40s your goal is to you know somehow increase your, uh, your your wealth but going into it you have to kind of figure out what you want to do whether that's start a business or whether you know whatever it is you know uh, to set yourself up for later in life and if if you got kids to or, or if you don't and you plan on having kids what can you do to set them up for later in life because, you know, once we get old and can't do nothing, then that's it. Unfortunately, you know, it's we're forced to work and work and work until we can't anymore. And then by the time you, you retire or get your social security, you only got a couple more years left before you go on the grave any damn way.
0: So that's one of the things that I wanted to touch on too. Um I also look at and compare myself to to my peer group. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I see... Some of the cool things that I think some of my friends are doing, uh, in comparison to myself. And there are times where I have to check myself from getting envious of other people's situations. And I ask myself, well, why not me? What am I doing not to have these things? Whatever it is. It's usually not materialistic stuff because I've been fortunate with that, but it's, you know, I want the family. I want these things. And so because I don't have them, I'm looking at my friends like, man, man they're living right now. They're living the life. What do I have to do to set myself up so that I have these things? What did I do that were so many either mistakes or missed opportunities that caused me to not have them? And that's a lot of stuff to reflect on. And frankly speaking, it doesn't bother me, but I think that it's one of those things where I think just like you, because I feel like I don't look old, I feel like it's okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like So many people look way older than me That are younger
1: of course and still being able to be like hey live hard lives yeah you
0: live a hard life i haven't had that like i'm so fortunate that i don't do drugs um i drink recreationally but it's so rare that you see me drunk like that's just not been my thing and so because i don't have these vices i honestly believe that's why i'm able to still kind of function at a high level now but i still look at it like hey it's time to get it down and start moving and making things happen. I think so much of one of my problems was, if I keep it real, and I don't know if you've experienced this, but I feel like I let life kinda lead me down a path versus me forcing the path that I wanna go on. Like, I'm walking a path because I see footsteps already there. Life is just leading me in this direction and I'm just going. Versus me, no, here are decisions that I'm making, I'm taking life and taking control of my life. That is my biggest goal for 2020. Um. I'm legitimately only doing things that I want to do. It's not about every other people or other things. If that means I'm being more selfish with myself and my time, sound, I'm going to tell people now, I'm sorry in advance, but that is definitely my 2020. And that doesn't mean to be a jerk to anybody, right. obviously, but I got to start doing stuff to take my own path because if I don't, I'm going to end up, you know, in the next 20 years looking like what I coulda, shoulda, and I don't want to do that.
1: And that's what most people do exactly you don't That's realize until it's all over right so you got to do whatever you can today and unfortunately i mean people you know talk about life and death you know so much as soon as you're born you're already dying so you don't know how much time you got left anyway so you got to just like even for me i'm like i want to start you know i know last year i did something Scratch some. I was able to scratch some off my bucket list. Even even if it's something as simple as that, I want to be able to say I did something uh, that I wanted to do and kind of scratch it off. Uh, you know, the older we get, you know, they'll get a point in time where I ain't going to be able to travel or, you know. Yeah, I you might never able- know what happens. Like, yeah, that's like, you you what I'm saying. You never know how so.
0: life is going to take you. And I think that's the thing that I keep on thinking about when i think about kobe dying a couple of weeks ago where regular life can take you out of here just like that so if you don't take full advantage of kind of life and where you are you are just doing yourself a disservice yeah i think so many of us do that so often and i just look at myself i'm not doing nothing i don't want to do anymore bro like i'm just
1: not the problem is i feel like we take life for granted even when we think we're not a hundred percent you know we think a hundred percent it's like we know it but we kind of like all right i'm I'm not you know it's kind of the back and forth thing so as long as you still moving around and doing whatever you just like all right well i'm existing so it's cool but like i said the older you get you need to be trying to do whatever you can do to you know make sure you i mean even as far as your health it's like Get in the gym you know do something to try to make yourself be around a lot longer or you know you'll <laughs> it's gonna be over before you you know it like really quick so i don't know bro i just feel like you know just gotta make those you know i don't know it's i don't want to get old like i ain't gonna lie i i just don't but uh, it's just something that happens It's it's inevitable so but it's, when you
0: when you say you don't want to get old, and I guess that's something we can certainly unpack.
1: Do you mean physically or
0: mentally, or even both?
1: I would say both. For me, like I said, it's so much that I have not done. Because truthfully
0: speaking, I'm not looking at women that are 22 to be like, "Yo, what up?" Like you could be cute, but I I don't. I'm not even in that mindset where I think. What's he that? A see that it's not
1: even the mindset. It. I mean, if you look a certain way, if you look young then you'll get women that approach you true that age that happens to me all the time true i mean 22 23 yeah they i don't look that old i mean hell my damn daughter's 13 well 14 it's about to turn 15 so it's like i'm not about to you can't be like 18 19 trying to holler at me and my daughter's 14 so that's just crazy i'm I'm definitely not about to be if my daughter can go go to the club in what maybe like three more years (laughs) i'm not about to be up in there with her (laughs) so you know
0: yeah whatever her spot is right it's like it's like you forced to
1: yeah it's like you forced to figure out stuff but also it's like but what is our age group supposed to do
0: i feel like we're in that weird area
1: where travel okay but you can't travel travel. every week you're supposed to travel sure but you can't travel every week that's true but what you can do is you can do little small trips like for instance i would say even if it's a road trip or something, like do something, especially if you feel like, because there's some people, I know you've traveled a lot, you've been to a lot of places, but if you can think about it, somebody like that we probably even know close that had, probably hasn't been anywhere and they're probably around the same age. So for them, I'm like, you need to get out and, you know, I mean, some, right, some people don't even have a passport. So it's like, Try to get out, see the world, or see the states, or see whatever you can. It's not too much we can do at the age we're at now. We're not about to, even if we go to a little lounge or club, we're not about to do that every weekend like we was doing in our 20s. It's just not about to happen.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not fun. Plus, it's the recovery. I yeah. can't drink. That Honestly, I'm cool with not drinking most times when I go out because I hate how it feels in the morning. I'm okay with it at night, but in the morning, I feel terrible, and I don't want to do that. I was drinking Friday felt trash saturday morning. oh so did i trash bro
1: yeah, I'm, I, yeah i had
0: three drinks when is three drinks supposed to do me in
1: bro it's not supposed to
0: exactly
1: i had to do late checking at the damn hotel i was at i had to do i mean late yeah late checkout and they had to extend it to like 12 30 or something i couldn't get up it was, i mean it, it, i just couldn't get up from drinking so it was a couple of years ago and i guess it's a little embarrassing
0: but I had gone down to Miami, was hanging out with the fellas. Uh, shout out to both Shad and Brandon. We had gone to this club. My home girl knew the owner. Okay. So we got in, uh, it was G5. Oh, okay, okay. So we in there, he's hooking us up. He's like, yo, here's a bottle. Just make sure you tell her like I took care of you cause I don't want any beef. It was super funny, but it was cool. Cause now we just drinking, drinking, drinking. And it's like, all right, it's time to go home. We catching the Uber to go back. I am done done. I wake up the next morning all the way done. It's like, look, I need a late checkout. My, I don't think my flight left until like six or seven o'clock that night. I was so sick. There was nothing that I could do all day. I wasn't going to pay for another night. I stayed in the hotel, um, the hotel, not the lounge, but the they have a, like basically like a relaxation area okay. that's part of the spa. Oh, okay. okay. I stayed there and went to sleep until maybe like four o'clock before I went to catch my flight. Damn. Like I was done the entire day. Couldn't eat nothing, couldn't sleep, couldn't do nothing. It was just miserable. So I don't want to live like that. So that's not what I'm chasing anymore. When I was 20, drinking three, four drinks, do nothing to you. 10, I'd, you know, wake up with a slight hangover, but it's like, all right, let's do it again. Now I just want to be around my friends and do cool stuff, have good memories. Right, right. Everything is about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, the way it is, I know you said it's certain stuff that you haven't done, like marriage and kids like that, but everybody doesn't have an ideal situation either. Fact. So you kind of want to, you yeah, know. I want it to be right. I don't believe it Right, exactly. So you rather yeah, yeah, have yeah, the yeah, ideal yeah. ideal situation as opposed to just doing it and then saying you had it, you know. Facts.
0: I don't want to have it. I want to have it. Right. <laughs> For good. Right.
1: You know, so. I want to keep that in my hand. Right. Especially, you know, especially the kids and marriage thing, you know.
0: It's super important to me to live with my children. Right. Um, much more so than, because I mean I'm I'm 99% sure I could have had a situation where somebody would have had my child. Of course. I just never wanted that, and that's something I think a lot of times even my mom questions. She's just like, "Yo, like why don't you just have a kid?" Like ah. You always taught me that you wanted me to do it the right way. Now that I'm older and everybody's looking at me like, "Yo, it's good." Like, are you sure you're gonna have kids, or are you gonna just be the cool uncle that just does stuff? And I'm like, no, I still want to have a child. I just honestly wanted to do it the right way. That was so important to me.
1: I can understand that.
0: Like, that is so important to me.
1: And it still is. I mean, it has to be. So yeah, I feel
0: like I, I feel like the the person that's a virgin before marriage. I've held on to it this long. Why am I gonna screw it up now? You know what I'm saying like just for what? Just to say that I did it? Like, nah, I don't want to
1: do that. Yeah, but, you know. You know with with, with the age, going to have to figure out something soon, you know. <laughs> that's that's just it's, it's just a Facts. thing. It's like Facts. Here, see, here's when being older yeah, it's like, like, is I, definitely
0: hitting me and like it's running it all back.
1: I don't know. I like I said I don't I don't like the fact that I mean, I know you got to get old, but I feel like things won't be as fun as it was to i mean i know this sounds kind of crazy but it's like what am i supposed to do all right cool traveling and what else but like you said you can't travel every damn every damn day and week but
0: the things that we did in our 20s frankly speaking we don't really do in our 30s either not the same way there'll be when i was in my 20s uh early 30s i could spend 30 hours a month playing call of duty I would do that like late at night, after work, whatever with my friends. We'd get together, and that right. would be something you could easily put, you know, six, seven hours a week into that. Just being honest. Right. I don't I didn't even buy the Call of Duty this year. I don't think I bought the Call of Duty last year. When I do play, I don't put on the headset to talk to people. I just run around and shoot somebody because I think that's fun. Right. But even the act of playing most video games, I've lost my love for that. So I'm trying to figure out kind of what I like to do. Like, certainly I like playing basketball. Again, like I said, I'm trash now. I don't think I could play at a high level anymore. So that's starting to wane. All right, if that's one thing, I go to basketball games, cool, but it doesn't give me the same thrill. So, and do I wanna spend, you know, season ticket money all of the time? Like I think Terp season tickets are about 600 bucks. Cool, but that's an expense. Everything is pricey. So what do you do when you get older? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. What do you do that's cool? Like, hanging out with my friends is cool. Sitting around the house with all of us in somebody's house, these are things that we don't do often, but that's the cool things that we do now instead of being
1: out in the streets. Yeah, watching a game, stuff like that. Uh, but I feel, I feel, I feel like uh, if you have somebody else to spend it with, you know, your significant other, they can help you pass time. That's just what I, you know. That's true. And... And maybe that's the person you travel with, or it should be the person you travel with. I mean, even if you do something with the fellas, I mean, you you know, the closer you get to 40, you ain't doing the same things as you was doing in your 20s. Nah, you're it not. Just, like, you my boy don't boy was even, like, yo. it don't even feel the same.
0: Yeah, like, my boy was like, yo, I'm trying to go back to Columbia this year. We went two years ago. He's like, you down? I'm like, nah, I already did that. I'll do something different. Like, if you want to go to Cartagena, the beach, I'm down for that. I don't want to just go to Medellin again because I've done all this stuff there. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I like don't want to, you know. Now, he's like, yo, we going to a soccer match this year. Somebody such and such is playing. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'd rather do something else.
1: Yeah. Yeah, hey, I missed that trip. I should have.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that trip was a wave. Yeah, that, I should have. One of the most fun there. trips of my
1: life. Yeah, I should have been there. Um, But still, I, I feel you. You don't want to. Especially if it's international. You don't want to do the same thing over and over again. Nah. You know.
0: I, know. I do not want to go to a place that I already have a stamp of my passport for.
1: Right. Because I. Right it's so now, many right. other places. Yeah.
0: Now, let's say, you know, you could fast forward and my girl is like, hey, let's go to Barcelona. I love Barcelona. Okay. I don't want to go there again now she really wanted to go she certainly got to go for her, but that's not my yeah, preference yeah, yeah. yeah my preference is like okay let's go to a place that i haven't been uh i haven't been to like monaco i really want to go to the monaco gp
1: Ah, uh, okay okay
0: i don't even like car racing but i feel like that event is just yeah, cool because they're yeah. racing through the streets yeah. you there with all these rich people hey i'm just trying to catch the wave like i was listening to the Bamani jones podcast a couple of weeks or a couple of days ago and he was like Yo, I was in Monaco. I saw a leather car. Hmm? Yes, a leather car. The exterior of the car it was, was made leather. Out of leather. You know how rich you got to be to have a leather car? Like dog. That a leather car?
1: Yo, that's crazy. Exactly. I'm about to Google that.
0: That's like. what I'm saying. Like you got the sheiks that are in you know Dubai and UAE and all of these countries that got like gold whips and silver whips. Like just dumb money i just want to see stuff like that just to experience it be like hey your excellency mind if i push that okay come on right
1: that like bro that's what i'm saying stuff you never even think about saying so i mean like for you have you created like a bucket list for yourself like stuff that you will even if it's like places to go have you like
0: i've never done that okay i've never done that but i think that's because i don't really love long-term plans for most things i'm so spontaneous, where. I'm the kind of person where if you say, hey, two weeks from now, I'm going to do whatever random event. Two weeks from now, I might not want to do it. Okay. so I'm perfectly fine with waking up. I want to do this today and then I go do it. So I don't really have a list of those things change often, but I certainly would plan some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: like with trips and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, But like Monaco
0: is on my thing. Like I haven't been there yet. Yeah. Like I keep saying like, hey, this is this is the thing. This is the thing
1: yeah you know it's i think it's that's fun though you know if you could plan something be like oh, okay i gotta do this you know before i kick the bucket and then but it ain't do just it. to kick
0: the bucket Nah, we're doing this hey get your girls your wives Yeah. you don't have one get a shorty we're taking this group trip and we're going to monaco we're gonna make this happen like that's the kind of wave that i want to be on actually i might actually talk to people about that this year be like a thing for us all to do yeah man bet oh man bet Yo, man. uh, With Black History Month closing up, ooh, and this is honestly closing in on three three years of the real world. I didn't even think about that.
1: Oh, it's been three years already. Yeah, this is my third year. Uh, I forgot
0: the date that I started. Where my first episode, but I definitely released it in February.
1: Wow, bro. Congrats, man. Three years. That's a long time, man. It is. I mean, it's to be consistent trying to do something. Yeah, it's
0: three years with that.
1: Yeah, I mean average person might might get frustrated in a month like the hell with this
0: yeah well (laughs) you know i used i mean you know the deal i used to get frustrated with kind of the ebbs and flows when i was looking at viewers and how many listens i got and why that stuff is important i stopped counting that every episode i just release content that i think is good if i think something's cool it's coming out don't care how many people hear it or don't hear it honestly I can't worry about that. I just got to create good stuff and of you know, course. Yep. put it out in the universe. And
1: it, yeah, it would just catch.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, I don't know if we talked about this. I had a a woman who reached out to me. It was an email. This happened in December, I believe. Or maybe late November. But uh, happened to be a white woman. Um, She's heavy in the church, was a school teacher. Oh, yeah, I remember you told me. Yeah. She's trying to figure out kind of like what the next steps of her life were. And I thought it was super dope that she listened to the pod. It was just like, hey, I'm going to tell some of my friends about it. you mind if I like email you if I hear something? Super, super amazing. Put a big smile on my face. It's the reason why I haven't cursed on this episode, I believe. I didn't curse the last episode I did. I was trying to tone it down for her just because I thought it was so amazing that somebody reached out and told me that I was good at something. Um. So, yeah, I'm actually shocked at myself for keeping it going this long. It's not something – I don't know if I ever had an end goal in mind in terms of – how many episodes I would release. It was just, hey, I want to have a podcast. Maybe I'll write an HBO show. It'll all be dope. Right. That that Literally, that was it. That was the plan. How I've gotten here, all of the changes, all of the people that have kind of helped me along the way, all of that has just been a blessing and a bonus. But the end goal is maybe HBO will come calling them because I got some crazy story that I want to adapt into a TV show. I know that's right. Yo, we'll yeah, we'll all be in it. If only you guys knew the real truth. It's so much better than fiction. I know that's right.
1: Oh man, any final words before we get out of here, bro? Nah, man. Congrats on three years and you know, just gotta keep it going, bro. Nah,
0: yeah, I will. Uh as you can see, new MacBook back in it. Um, I had to wait for a stupid adapter before I could actually record. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely the plan, man. Um, end every episode saying the same thing. Ball players wanna rap, rappers wanna ball. My name is Darrell, and this is the real world. And I promise to see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Bye.